This is episode 9, Niner, of the Online Business FM podcast with Louis Luke. Introducing Online Business FM with Louis Luke. Online business ideas, digital marketing strategies, growth hacks, SEO, and blogging tips to help you succeed in the online world. Online Business FM. Let's find out together how we can make it online. Just before we actually get started, I have a quick and special announcement for all of you OBFM podcast listeners out there. I am happy to inform you that the Online Business FM show already has its own Alexa skill. So, if you have an Amazon Echo or any kind of an Alexa device, you can go to onlinebusiness.fm slash Alexa to get our Alexa skill for free and start listening to this podcast on your Alexa device. The magic words are our invocation name to ask Alexa to play our episodes are Online Business FM. How easy is that? Don't forget, go to onlinebusiness.fm slash Alexa, enable this podcast's Alexa skill on your device, and learn more about it. And please, leave a rating and a review on our Alexa skill page on Amazon, because Amazon loves reviews and ratings, and that will help our Alexa skill get higher rankings and more listeners to join our community of heroes of the digital revolution. Thanks to the people at LipSync.com for making this happen. That being said, let's rock and roll. Hey, hello, hola. Welcome to another episode of the Online Business FM show with this guy here behind the mic. The name, or better yet, nickname is Luke, Louie Luke, and I'm here to help you start, grow, or scale your online business and reach success on the internet. So, let's get going and find out together how we can make it online. Thank you for hitting play and checking out what this podcast is about. Today I'm going to tell you everything you need to know concerning the costs of starting an online business and give you the final answer to that very common doubt we all share at some point in our entrepreneurial careers. How much does it cost to start an online business? I bet you're wondering, starting a business on the web must be super expensive. Really? Are you sure? Well, it just so happens that it might not be exactly as you're thinking. Actually, you don't need much more than only $100 to start a profitable business that can earn you thousands of dollars in return. In this episode of the OBFM podcast, I'll show you the truth about the actual costs of setting up an online business. I'll review some of the foundational business building blocks you need to have in place and throw in a few tips and advices so you're on the right path towards success while saving money and time. How much does it cost to start an online business? Is a question that people interested in starting a business on the internet usually ask a lot. This is one of their, and possibly yours too, main and first worries just before taking the big plunge into this amazing world of online entrepreneurship. Usually coupled together with this very usual concern is a huge fallacy. There's a common belief that it actually costs a lot of money to get started. A ton of us think that starting an online business is very expensive and that it would require lots of funds to do it successfully or at all. 
This misconception can be quite demotivating and it can mean the end of your dreams even before you begin living them. But is it really like so? Is starting an online business really costly? The best answer I can give you is it doesn't have to be. It really depends on three things. How much time and money you have available, your goals and objectives, and the kind of business you're planning on getting into. Let's review each of these factors next. Concerning time and also money, since they undoubtedly go hand in hand, some people say that starting an online business is a time or money equation. The more of one of these resources you have in your pocket, the less of the other you will need. If you don't have much money, then you'll need to invest more time. If you don't have much time, then you'll need to spend more money. What this basically means is that, if you have plenty of time, you'll have to do most of the required work yourself, at least in the initial stages of your business life. If you own plenty of funds, then you'll be able to pay others to do the hard work for you or use tools or automation processes to do the heavy lifting on your behalf. How much you'll need to spend is also tied to your goals and objectives, and how fast you want to achieve them. To speed up the process of making significant money from your business after it's launched, you may consider hiring help, building a team, investing on advertising, marketing, and public relations, etc. You might also want to make your business more unique, so that it's harder to copy by potential competitors or new players in your niche or market. Paving the way to add a scalability characteristic to your business is related to how you think it over, plan and organize it, and how effective and efficient your business plan is. Hiring help will, most likely, also be needed to achieve this goal. Your business can become more portable and passive than initially thought if you change some things, make new decisions, or hire people to manage it for you when you're not present. Naturally, all of these goals and objectives will require you to invest more time into your business. The kind of business you're planning on getting into, your business model, also plays a major role in understanding how much it will cost you to get your online business up and running. Obviously, and this comes as no surprise, some types of businesses are more costly to get started than others. Generally speaking, passive income types of online businesses are cheaper than active or not so passive income types of digital ventures. Starting a blog, going into affiliate marketing, becoming an email marketer, running an online course, launching a podcast or a YouTube channel are some of the examples of businesses you can start and run without a great deal of money. Freelancing, coaching, consulting, doing dropshipping and running a membership website, which may not be that passive, won't cost a lot of money to get going either. On the other hand, businesses like running an e-commerce shop, Amazon FBA, developing and selling a software tool and that sort of things might cost you more both to get started and as you go along. If you are planning on starting an online store, for example, one where you load your own inventory, you'll have to account for warehouse and shipping expenses, plus having to do inventory accounting at set dates, like the end of the year, 
which not only costs time, but also money. If you want to sell your own physical products, you may be required to make a mold before mass-producing them. Molds can be super expensive to make. If developing and selling a software tool is right up your alley, bear in mind things like customer service and support, updates and upgrades and compatibility with third-party tools. All of these, plus the initial planning, development, testing, hardware, expenses and staff salaries, will cost you a substantial amount of cash. Inside of this second category, the more active income types of businesses, there are some that are cheaper and more passive than others which are more costly and active in nature. You're probably already realizing that instead of wondering how much does it cost to start an online business, the key question you need to ask yourself here is what type of business do I want to start? That's what you'll need to ask yourself beforehand to fully understand how much money starting your business will cost you. Let me now give you a few quick tips on starting your online business wisely. If you don't have much experience online or in business in general and are looking to start your own online business, my advice for you is to start small with little to no expenses and build your way up. I always advocate that my businesses need to pay for themselves. When I start a new online business, I keep the cost as low as possible and try to earn money from that business so that it can pay for its own expenses. Then, as they bring in more revenue, I can use that money to reinvest in them and take things up a notch by outsourcing, hiring help, getting new tools and more expensive stuff. To start small and spend little money, you should instead invest more of your time and do things by your own. That is the biggest benefit of doing things yourself. You don't have big initial costs. You'll just have to invest more of your time, as long as you have it, of course. If you're working a 9-to-5 job, have other responsibilities that occupy most of your time, then you'll need to be as effective as possible with the small amount of time you have left. If that's the case, don't worry. Sometimes, having more than enough time on your hands is counterproductive. We get lazier, we procrastinate more often, and it seems that the number of things we need to do grows and fills the extra time we thought we had. This is the so-called Parkinson's Law which I have already mentioned on this podcast on episode 3. The good news is that many times, if we have little time, we tend to focus more on what really matters and get things done before we know it. So it's all about how smart you work and how productive you can be. It's all about your dedication, drive, focus and effort that matters here. Start by building your audience, trust and authority in your niche or market. This can take a while, as things don't just happen in the blink of an eye, but there are ways to do it faster, if you have the resources. Some legit strategies to earn trust more quickly are betting on advertising to bring people to an event, such as a webinar, where you provide value to them for free, helping them in some fashion and prove that you know your thing. 
When I started online back in that prehistoric year of 1999 or 2000, I can't recall the exact year now, I used free services to host my websites and didn't spend any money at all on any other online services or tools. I coded my websites using Microsoft front page or notepad and designed my websites as graphics and edited my images with some other software programs that I had installed on my computer. I betted on search engine optimization to drive traffic to my websites and that was it. SEO search engine optimization was very far from what it is today, but there were already some tactics to rank high in the search engines that were around at the time. The thing with hosting your website or blog on a free hosting service is that you're using someone else's platform, meaning you can't control it, nor decide what to do or change as you like. In my case back then, they put ugly ads on my pages automatically. That's why you should always have your own website and pay for your hosting plan so you can have your own base online and full control over it. These days, hosting plans are super cheap, so that's no reason to avoid spending such a small amount of money. As I said back in episode 2, starting an online business has great benefits over starting any other kind of business, especially related to your expenses, your initial ones and also your ongoing expenses, more so when it comes to passive income online businesses. Compared to a traditional brick and mortar kind of business, a lower upfront investment is required as, amongst other things, you don't need to buy or rent a store or a physical location. Not needing to spend a massive amount of money upfront is super cool because it reduces the risk of losing a lot of cash and increases your potential profit margins. Easier and simpler business to start are incredibly cheap. Many of them will cost you around or less than $100 a year to get going, and all you have to do is to invest time and work smart and productively. So, how much money does it really cost to start an online business? What are the costs of starting an online business? Enough of theory and considerations. Time to get practical and more direct. I'm going to review with you some foundational business building blocks you need to have in place so you can get a feel of how much you'll need to spend. Your website is the most important building block of your online business. Regardless of the type of business you're running, you should always have a website of your own. There could be some exceptions to this rule, but even so, having this kind of a presence in a special and specific place online is more than just a good idea. It makes your business look more professional and trustworthy. Let me reiterate, you need your own website, something that you can fully control and on which you are free to decide what to do and how to do it. Don't just live on someone else's or some company's platform like YouTube, Facebook or Tumblr, because you'll never know what tomorrow will bring. Their rules might change overnight, you can get banned for no apparent reason. They might even decide to shut down their services just like that, and so on. 
Hosting your website on a paid service won't cost much either, and you have lots of options, some more expensive than others, of course. There's Bluehost, Hostgator, SiteGround, and WP Engine, for example. Some hosting companies, like Bluehost, will even offer you a free one-year domain name registration when you sign up. Their discount offer of $3.95 a month for their basic shared hosting plan only applies if you opt for a 36-month plan though. There are even some insanely cheap hosting companies out there, but with very small prices, quality and customer service suffers, so be careful with that. I recommend SiteGround as a good and reliable web hosting with everything you need, including a good customer service and support, WordPress one-click installation, cPanel, and all that good stuff I enjoy. I used to recommend another hosting company, but as an affiliate marketer, I'm always looking for the best products and services that can truly help my audience, and SiteGround is my favorite one at this point in time. SiteGround is also the favorite option amongst my mastermind group friends. I know because I made sure and asked them some time ago when I wasn't happy with my former hosting company. They offer a free website transfer service, making it easy for you to make the switch to their servers if you're hosting your website elsewhere. A basic shared hosting plan runs for $3.95. It's also 3.95 in euros plus taxes if you live in Europe. And you can sign up for 12, 24 or 36 months with no setup fee. You can also take the one month trial that costs $3.95, but it comes with a setup fee of $14.95 or 12 euros. If you'd like to take my recommendation and sign up for SiteGround, Head on over to onlinebusiness.fm slash SiteGround. This is an affiliate link and I earn a small commission at no extra cost to you if you make a purchase after going through my link here. Let's take an economical approach here and say we would sign up for 12 months. Our expenses would be cents or 47 euros point 40 cents plus VAT value added tax if you live in Europe for one year of hosting on site ground. Your domain name is also a fundamental part of your business and online presence. Make sure it's memorable, easy to spell and preferably not very long so that people can easily type it into their browser's address bar whether they are on a mobile device or computer and quickly reach your website. I've actually written a blog post with tons of tips on how to choose a domain name for your website on my blog. I'll leave a link to that blog post in the show notes for this episode which you can find at onlinebusiness.fm slash 9. A good and reliable domain name registrar where you can get your domain names at very cheap prices is Namecheap. Their brand name says it all, right? Some people prefer GoDaddy, but I don't like the tons of upsells you get thrown at you when you're checking out. Plus, Namecheap is cheaper. And if you Google for Namecheap coupons, you'll find some coupon codes, which will lower your domain name costs even more. 
Again, if you'd like to take my recommendation and get the domain name on Namecheap, type onlinebusiness.fm slash Namecheap into your browser's address bar. This is my affiliate link and I do earn a small percentage of what Namecheap makes but at no extra cost to you if you make a purchase after following my link. At the time of this recording, May of 2018, and this applies to all the prices and costs I've referred so far and will refer to for the duration of this episode, you can get a .com domain name at Namecheap.com for $12.16 or 10 euros.24 with free UIS guard for one year. UIS guard is a feature that adds yours as the domain name registrant personal information details such as your home address and phone number. If you apply the domain name registration coupon code for this month, this will lower your domain name costs to $10.13 or €8.53. How your website looks is important as well in establishing an image of credibility, professionalism, authority and trust. You could hire a designer or a web design company to take care of your website's layout or, if you're using WordPress as the free CMS, content management system, that powers your website or blog, you could simply purchase a premium WordPress theme. Each of these options will cost different amounts of money, with the former being the most expensive one. A WordPress theme, on the other hand, could cost you anything from just a dozen dollars to hundreds of dollars or euros. The premium WordPress theme I have installed on IncomeProdigy.com has cost me $129.95, but it's a package that includes the theme itself plus Genesis Framework, which is the basis of every StudioPress WordPress theme. If I were to buy a new theme from StudioPress to install on that same website, I wouldn't have to buy the framework again. There are other companies selling premium WordPress themes too, naturally, and you don't have to install any framework at all. But the Genesis framework basically improves your WordPress installation and makes it easy for you to customize and edit your themes without having to redo all the customizations and edits if you ever update the theme somewhere in the future. There is a third option too. You could just simply use a free WordPress theme and that's it. But it looks so much better to have a premium theme. I guess it's up to you to decide in the end. Continuing with the cheap approach here, let's imagine we would get a cool looking premium WordPress theme like Bright on themeforest.net for $21 and let's continue with our episode here. Your brand's or website's logo is another important element of your online business. You could outsource your logo design creation and have a freelancer do it for you on freelancer.com or fiverr.com or you could try and design it yourself using free tools like canva.com. Some months ago I gave freelancer and fiverr a try and ordered two logos for two of my different websites. I spent $19 on Freelancer but could have spent less money and $30 on Fiverr. 
The $90 logo I got from Freelancer was the best looking one. I ran a contest there on Freelancer and got hundreds of applicants, each one showing me a different logo design option and I also kept asking for improvements and changes until I was happy with the final design. Let's keep it simple and imagine we would only spend $30 on our logo design. Time to do some math here and tally up our expenses so far. So we spent $47.40 on our web hosting plus $10.13 on our domain name plus $21 on the WordPress theme and $30 on our cute looking logo. That equals $108.53 or converted to euros at the time of this recording, 91 euros and 58 cents. If you wanted to save some money on your WordPress theme and design your logo yourself, that will lower your expenses to $57.53 or 48 euros and 54 cents only. Pretty cheap so far, right? But we are not over yet, so let's carry on, shall we? One of the best investments you can make on your business is building an email list, right from the get-go. After all, the money is in the list, and what better way to follow my recommendation of building your business on top of your own online property or platform than to collect email addresses from members of your audience. A database like such that you can control is beyond important. Having an email list is crucial for your business. To build an email list then, you'll need an email marketing service with an autoresponder feature like MailChimp, GetResponse, Aweber, Infusionsoft or ComfortKit. You already know my approach when it comes to investing money into my online businesses, right? My investment budget grows as my earnings allow it to grow. I recommend going with a cheaper option, but always something that has quality and you can trust. And move to the next best and costlier option when you can afford it. Under that perspective, I would go with MailChimp first because it's the least expensive good option. They even have a free subscription plan where you can collect up to 2,000 email list subscribers, but that free plan doesn't come with automation, meaning you can't send an automated sequence of emails whenever someone signs up to your email list. MailChimp service will cost you $10 a month if your list has less than 500 people and $15 a month if you have less than 1,000 subscribers. I'll leave further details regarding other email service provider options, how much they would cost you, and how I would go about moving up the ladder from the cheapest option to a more expensive and powerful one as my business grew to another episode. If you're a blogger SEO or are using content marketing to drive traffic to your website and make more sales, then a keyword research tool might be an excellent addition to your arsenal. Keyword research tools inform you about the most searched for terms on Google and on other search engines. If you target those keywords on your blog posts and apply other SEO techniques, you might be able to rank high in the search engines and drive free organic traffic to your website or blog. My favorite keyword research tools are Ahrefs and Longtail Pro. 
Ahrefs is an all-in-one SEO solution that includes a keyword research tool and its cheapest plan costs you $99 a month. People in Europe might have to pay VAT too to use Ahrefs. Longtail Pro is a keyword research solution. It also includes a rank tracker and costs you $37 a month if you choose to pay monthly or $297 a year which is $25 a month if you opt for the yearly payment. If you want to give Longtail Pro a try, you can pick their 7-day free trial and see if it fits you or not. Go to onlinebusiness.fm slash longtailpro to check it out. Again, my friend, this is an affiliate link and I do earn a commission at no extra cost to you if you end up getting Longtail Pro after going through my link. Or you could instead opt for Ahrefs, for which I'm not an affiliate, at least not at the moment, just point your browser to ahrefs.com. ahrefs.com. Having said that, to keep our costs low, let's say we would get Longtail Pro's monthly plan at $37. Okay, that raises the amount spent so far. We need to grab a piece of paper and a pencil, a calculator or our brains to sum all of this up. Our website expenses, web hosting, domain name, WordPress theme and logo were at $108.53 or 91 euros and 58 cents. To ease our math here, let's turn our keyword research tool and email service provider monthly plans into yearly plans. Longtail Pro, with a discount you get from paying yearly, is $297 and MailChimp is $120 per year as long as your number of subscribers doesn't go above 500. That's $417 total. Sum that up with our website costs and that equals $525.53 or €443.07 total in one year. Now, not everyone would need a keyword research tool, a premium WordPress theme or a logo design so your costs could even be lower. And you don't have to pay recurring fees for all of these items. Some are one-time payments and that's it. If you compare our around 500 US dollars in expenses in one year to the amount you would spend just starting an offline type of business, it only shows how much cheaper and therefore less risky it is to start an online business. It's less risky precisely because you're not putting so much money on the line and are basically investing more time than money. Plus, the success rate of an online business is higher than that of a traditional business, and the return on investment is faster and higher with an online business as well. If you are planning to run a different type of online business, where your website isn't the central place on which your audience consumes your content, like hosting a podcast or starting a YouTube channel, there are other kinds of expenses to take into account. I won't get into much detail here, but you'll need to buy proper recording gear like mics, 
headsets, a good camera and lighting for your videos, a media hosting plan for your podcast, and the list goes on. If you're planning on selling an ebook on your website, you need to get a shopping cart service like eJunkie, Gumroad, or SamCart. Prices vary between $5 and $10 to $99 a month. Besides a shopping cart service, you'll also need some kind of landing page tool like Lead Pages to promote your ebook. Lead Pages' lowest price is $37 a month if you pay on a monthly basis. Or you could create a landing page on your website yourself for free, of course. You'll also need to drive traffic to your landing page through paid advertising like Facebook ads, whose costs will depend on how much you'll be willing to spend every day on your ad campaigns. You could, of course, spend even more money on other stuff like premium WordPress plugins to boost WordPress's core functionalities or getting an account at depositphotos.com or similar services to have access to countless quality images and be able to use them on your website and blog posts. And as your business would grow, you could eventually consider building a team to help you out, like hiring a virtual assistant and or outsourcing some of the most repetitive and time-consuming tasks to other people. Upwork.com, Freelancer.com and Fiverr.com are good places to search and find the help you need. But don't forget to do your due diligence and make sure you only hire quality, trustworthy and reliable freelancers. Regardless of how much it will cost you to start your online business, don't let it distract you from the most important stuff. I keep and will always keep in facing this key point. You should, first and foremost, Focus on helping and serving your audience by understanding their problems, concerns, worries, pains and troubles, their questions, doubts, needs, wants and desires. You need to research who your ideal or target customer is and make it a mission and a goal for your business to address and solve all of the things I've just enumerated. Save yourself from losing boatloads of money and precious time by validating your business or product idea before actually spending those invaluable resources to start your online business. A good way to validate your ideas while, at the same time, get funds to jumpstart your business is to make use of crowdfunding platforms like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, or GoFundMe. You'll be able to get much-needed funds to support the development of your product, validate your business idea, collect email addresses, start building a community of fans and get people excited about your launch, which will really help boost your sales in the beginning stages of your online business life. A great book that will help you with business and product validation is Will It Fly? by Pat Flynn. I had already mentioned it in a previous episode, and here it is again. It's totally recommended. Go to onlinebusiness.fm slash willitfly and check it out. Full disclosure, this is an affiliate link, and you already know it. If you follow this link and make a purchase, I'll earn a commission at no extra cost to you. Alright, my friend, that concludes episode 9 here, where I explain you a lot concerning the topic of how much does it really cost to start an online business? 
You'll learn that the cost of setting up an online business basically depends on the type of business you're planning to start, your goals and objectives, and how much money or time you have available. I also gave you some tips and advices so you're sure your business or product idea has wings to fly, ways to save money and get funds and a lot more. To get all the links and resources mentioned in this episode of the Online Business FM podcast, type onlinebusiness.fm slash 9 into your favorite browser's address bar, mine is Mozilla Firefox, and hit enter. Thank you so much for sticking until the end of the episode, or just listening for a while. Your interest in this podcast really means a lot to me, and it makes my day whenever I see my download numbers grow. If you've liked it, make sure you don't miss out on any of the future episodes. Choose your favorite way to subscribe to the OBFM show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and several other podcasting directories too, and now on Alexa. Yes, your Amazon Echo or Alexa device can now play our podcast for you, and all you need to do is tell it to do it. Just go to onlinebusiness.fm slash the name of your favorite podcasting directory or app or device and you're there. For example, onlinebusiness.fm slash Alexa. Okay, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening and for being there. You're super cool. Keep rocking art and I'll see you again in the future or in the past. From Lisbon, Portugal to the world, this is Louis Luke. And I'm signing off. Thank you for supporting the Online Business FM podcast. For more episodes and other great stuff, check out the show's homepage at onlinebusiness.fm. Online Business FM. Let's find out together how we can make it online. <laughs>